This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Coming up next, it's Studemonia, discussion and stories about living well in New Zealand from international students across Canterbury, supported by the Ministry of Education. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Depends on where you are. Welcome to Studemonia here at Plains FM 96.9. I'm Hannah. I haven't seen you for a long time. Been really busy marking exam papers. And finally, um, the, the final exams are done at universities, I think all ac- across um, New Zealand. And finally, you guys are ready to have some fun, have some break, well-deserved uh, break, and uh, ready for the new holiday season. Okay, uh, now this week... I'd like to share, firstly, share a couple of things with you. Now, first of all, I, I'll tell you this. I just, only early the, earlier this week, I found, I've been searching for the answer to this question for a long time, well, over a year now. And finally, I find the answer to this question, to that's specifically for me, because I think um, the answer to this question is different to everyone, because everyone um, has different uh, schedules. You you have, you know, you, you might work different times, you have different things to do, you have different routines. So, so not everybody has to do the same. But here's my answer to this question. What is the best time to eat? And I, I find it. It is the dinner time. Uh, well, you might say, well, that that's not a question. Don't you just do it? Well, not for somebody who, you know, trying to, you know, maintain the, their weight or trying to even lose weight. Um, you really have to find one point of time during a day to, to, to eat most of your food, because that I shared with you um, ways, ago, you know, many weeks ago about this, and I had this idea that you shouldn't uh, go to bed with a full stomach, because because if you're really really full, then the body won't be able to rest well. So the, somebody tested the heart rate, heartbeat, and their you know brain waves and everything, and of somebody who eat a lot before going to bed. And then they found, you know, the scientists, they found that people, they, yeah, they do go to sleep, they go, um, but, but their body um, not really resting well. And, and some of them, their heart rate never drop to the point where, or, or never drop low enough to be able to let the body have a full rest. So I had this idea that you should never, you know, have a full stomach before go to bed. Having this idea, um, and I was searching, you know, this answer. Then when when should I eat? When is the best time uh, that I should eat this to stop overeating? And I found it really hard 
to not eat at dinner time because um, what happens is from from somewhere around five to eight, three hours or a few hours time, this this evening time, there are traps everywhere to to uh, you know uh, get you eating. Um, for example, you know, um, five o'clock, just finished work. You thought, okay, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. Then you're going to go supermarket. You're going to buy, you know, your 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 food, some meat, vegetables, whatever. And then you have really, really stopped yourself from thinking about eating. And then finish shopping, you go home, cook for your families. And it's very easy to just start eating very naturally start picking, you know, food, put food in your mouth because you are, you know, preparing for your families. So I, for for quite a long time, I so much struggle with, you know, how do I do uh, if I don't, how to not eat at dinner time, really. And because I found I couldn't, I couldn't not eat. I, I end up always eating uh, a lot, actually, at dinner time. And then Recently, I was talking to a friend, a couple of friends of mine. They were really tough people. You know, they they tough. They they, if they decide to, you know, not do something, they can they can control themselves. And I asked, you know, um, do you try to you know eat small or not eat dinner at all? They said, yeah, we we try to maintain our weight, but no, we tried uh, to not eat dinner, but it didn't work. We, we can't not eat dinner. So so we do eat dinner. And that's I re- when I realized, well, I probably have to give up the idea of, of not eating at dinner time. So I, I started eating at dinner. And once I got that idea settled, and I started to, to, to figure out a way to arrange my eating around dinner time. And what now I figured was that I, I bring a cup of, you know, avocado, some nuts, some light food, to eat uh, at the time of I finish work, so around five o'clock, just before you go to the supermarket. So so you eat something so you're not hungry while shopping. And then go home, cook the dinner and for your families. And then I eat with them, but I watch out. I make sure I eat a, a water-rich meal, which is like soup kind of meal, like soup uh, uh, with a lot of vegetables and meat, everything. But with, I make sure that um, it's watery, watery. Um, there, that way, my stomach, um, I, I, I feel full because, you know, water or soup. So, so yeah, this is what I figured out. So, yeah, the main point is um, if you can't, don't try to skip dinner. It's very hard. Okay, so that, that's, that's my dinner story. Um, what happens? What happened uh, last couple of weeks? Um, well, Adele, um, it's about to release a new album, 30. Uh, that's something to look forward. And uh, she, she, had, she did a concert, had a concert at uh, Griffith Observatory. This is a mountaintop in Los Angeles. Um, you might have seen it in movies. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. She uh, she did give um, a two hour two hour performance uh, there. Um, there are about uh, 
I, I couldn't tell, but I think around a hundred something people, not people, superstars, in there attended her her concert. It was beautiful. You you yeah.、Oh, I think you need to check it out. And in the concert, she、um, she witnessed a couple, a guy propose to his girlfriend. It it was beautiful.、Um, if you were looking for something emotional to watch,、uh, if you wanna just cry out loud, you you can watch that. It will definitely give you tears.、Uh, and the guy. And and the lady, the girl,、uh, they been dating for seven years, seven years, and the girl was waiting that long for the proposal, and finally, and、uh, he did. And she said, "I've been your girlfriend for for a long time." <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's something to um to check out, and、uh, I think it's a good time、uh, for us to take a quick break. Uh, I mean, early break, and to hear a song from Adele, a old,、uh, classy song. Hello. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go over everything. They say that I'm supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. I've forgotten how it felt before. The world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us and a million miles. So hell from the other side. I must have called a thousand times to tell you.
Welcome back. For those of you who just turned in, uh, you are listening to Studomonia here at FM 96.9. I'm Hannah. Today, um, I like to uh, keep um, stick to the uh, topic of uh, Evie Pompers. Evie, we, we, we talked about her last week. She was a um, uh, she's a former former um, secret agent, USA secret agent, and she yeah. Now she's retired, obviously, but they they retire young. She's young, young, young lady. Um, but she over the years she realized people you know ask her questions about how to read people how to understand human beings, you know, things like that. So now she go around, teach people how to basically, um, you know, psychological skills uh, or how to read people, things like that. And then she um, she went to uh, Lisa Billy's show a few weeks ago, I think, um, and then talked about how to, uh, you know, read people really. And there were a lot of mini topics they covered. And today we will just talk about two, two kind of mini or small topics that she talked about uh, in uh, Lisa's uh, show. So first, first one, they talked about how to tell if somebody is lying to you. Because Evie, she, and this is what she does. She go to the um, interrogation rooms and to try to get the truth out of people, you know, often murder or people who've done really bad things, to try try to get them to confess or try to get the truth out of, of, out of them. So, um, and people lie, you know, people lie all the time to her. Um, so how to tell somebody's lying to you? Well, you might, you probably have heard, you know, some teaching from some experts and saying, you know, you need to watch their um, blinking, high blinking rates. Uh, you know, if they people blink really fast, they might be lying. Or, or maybe um, they, where their eyes is looking at, you know, to the left or to the right, maybe left is lying, right is something else. Um, actually, those kind of um, tips or hints um, probably not working. Um, Evie said, because you really have to find out first how this person normally look like. So in other words, you really have to find the baseline of this person. Now, this is technology, uh, a terminology here, baseline. Now, baseline is uh, a term that's describing how, like, like what people normally react under normal circumstances. And then once you identify uh, a, per a person's baseline, then you can try to find out what, any, any, any special, anything special, anything uh, specific that's, that's not usual for this person. And that's your red flag. Uh, because baseline, bef 
before you finding out the baseline, you really couldn't judge people. You know, me, for example, me, myself, um, I can sweat easily. You know, you talk to me, you know, what's your name? What you've been doing? I can sweat easily. Like I, I, I just natural nervousness. Just, I'm, I'm just naturally um, easily get nervous. And also some people just blink often. Um, you know, you can't say they, they blink fast or slow. It's just you need to know what what kind of blink rate they they normally do. So um, so here are the couple of um, tips Evie told us that we can um, we can use to um, to kind of identify the red flags of somebody is lying. So number one um, is the body language, really. Basically, yeah, first we need to observe their baseline, what they normally look like, and then we 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 ask them uh, the tricky questions or the crucial questions, like, did you take the money or did you hurt her? And then see how they react. Or are they doing something different from their baseline? Uh, one time, Evie was um, interviewing this young girl. Now, they, it was a interview process. So this, they, they were, um, you know, recruiting her into their team. Now, in this interview process, Evie asked this young girl, uh, you know, a, a number of questions. And then she was, she was fine, relaxed, uh, and baseline was, you know, normal, calm. And then, and then when it comes to this question of drug use, and the girl looks normal, you know, looks just all the same, except she, she was um, she was crossing legs, you know, one leg on top of the other cross. And then she started to shake her legs, her, her top legs, her top leg. Like, you know how just swing up and down? Now, that, um, that action alone, it's fine. It's just nothing wrong with it. You know, we often cross our legs and then we shake our top leg a little bit. Just natural. But but this, this girl, with all the questions that had been asked, she wasn't shaking. You know, the legs was not moving. But when it comes to this question of drug use, she started to, you know, shake her leg. And every saw that and she she thought to herself, okay, okay, there's something unusual there, but I'm not going to make judgment. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what's gonna happen next. So so then they moved on to the next question. And next question came along, the girl stopped shaking. And then everything, okay, okay, so that's something unusual there. But I'm not going to, you know, again make a decision here. But let me so after a few more questions she did this. She went back to the drug use question. She said, oh, um, uh, one of the questions uh, we talked about before, I like to go back to that question and talk about a bit more. Uh, that's the drug use question. Let, tell me more about it. And sure enough, the girl started shaking her leg. So that that's a, that's a red flag for Evie because now, the shaking of the leg is no problem, but that's the only uh, 
the only question she does that is the drug use uh, question. So so that's how Evie found out that she was yeah had she had a problem with drugs. And then number two uh, was the language. Watch out the language. You have to really pay attention to the details of the language. Now she was asking this question. For example, um, what what time did you go home last night? And the the the, the person might say, "Oh, normally I'll I'll be get I'll, I'll I'll be home by six. So did that person answered the question? No. Because we really have to pay attention. She's the person said, normally I would get home by by six, but she didn't answer the question of what time did you get home last night? Yeah. So people don't try. You know, sometimes they don't try not to give wrong information right away because that way they have to cover it later on or have to remember it. But they lie by go around going around or not answering that question properly. So you really have to watch that. Watch that. And also, when we talk, we like to say I. So like, for example, oh, I miss you, I love you, couldn't wait to see you. That's our normal uh, way of talking. But if you find or if you see people uh, ignore or, or don't say I, for example, uh, miss you, love you, couldn't wait to see you, then there's actually lack of commitment there. Just little details, just an eye that's missing. But um, but that's a. I'm not saying it's a red flag, but um, that's a sign of lack of uh, commitment. Actually. Okay, so I think actually I got one more. Maybe maybe we can talk about next week. Mm, for this week. This is how much I will share with you, and I hope you. It's, it's getting hot here at Christ, in Christchurch. Um, lovely weather and beautiful days are coming. I hope you enjoy them. Until next time, take care and uh, see you.